Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the countdown for Christmas week. Woo! We are finally in the week of Christmas. Oh my goodness, so exciting. It's Monday today, and by Friday, by the end of this week, it will be Christmas Eve when Father Christmas comes. Oh my goodness! Oh, now we can all genuinely start getting very, very excited because there is one week left. Yes! So, today is day 20 of our advent calendars. I got a Christmas cracker in mine, a lovely chocolatey Christmas cracker. <laughs> what did you all get in yours? Come on, I want to know. I'm overly excited now, so we all need to share. Oh, what did you get behind your door 20? Well, I need to calm down just a little bit, so I'm going to read today's story. See if Binky is finally, finally rescued today. I hope so, because, you know, it's getting a bit, going on a bit now. <laughs> so, let's see. We are now on chapter 22. And it's called The Strange Tower. Let's have a look. So, the hole was dark and smelt a bit funny. Molly clung tightly to Peter's hand. It was strange being so small. Harriet the mouse went on in front and they could see her little gleaming eyes as she turned round now and again. Once Peter trod on her tail and she gave an angry squeal. I'm so sorry, said Peter. I keep forgetting you have such a long tail, Harriet. At last they came to a place where the tunnel widened out into a room. It was very warm there. A large mouse pounced on Harriet and gave her a hug. Oh, Auntie, you're at home, said Harriet. See, I've brought you two children. They wanted to get into the tower, so I thought they might as well use our mouse tunnel. It's the only way in. Good afternoon, said Harriet's aunt. She seemed just an ordinary mouse, except that she wore large spectacles. Her home was chiefly made of paper, it seemed. There were hundreds of little bits of it, neatly made into beds and tables. What are the children going to do, said Harriet's aunt. Well, we would like to know how to get into the cellars, said Peter. You see, if you show us the way there, we can get into the tower above and perhaps find the friend we're looking for. Well, come this way then, said the aunt. But look out for the cat, won't you? She sometimes waits about in the cellar and you don't want her to catch you. 
She took them down another narrow passage, and then the children found themselves walking out of a hole into the dark, damp cellar. Goodbye, said the mouse. I'll put a little candle just inside this hole so that you will know the way back, children. I hope you find your friend. Molly took Peter's hand. The cellar was very dark. A chink of light came from somewhere to the right. The cellar steps must go up towards that chink of light, said Peter. Come on, walk carefully in case we bump into anything. And look out for the cat. We're very small, you know. They found the steps. They seemed very, very big to the children. Now they were so tiny and Peter had to help Molly up each one. At last they got to the top. They looked under the door that stood at the top of the steps. Beyond was a kitchen. Do you suppose the enchanter is back yet? whispered Molly. No, said Peter. We would have heard that clip-clapping noise if he'd come back. I think we're safe at the moment, but we must hide at once if we hear him coming. And look out for the cat, Molly. Can we squeeze under the door, do you think? asked Molly. But they couldn't. The crack was not quite big enough. However, the door was not closed properly, and by pushing it with all their might, the two children managed to get it just enough open to squeeze through. They looked around. They were in a very big kitchen, or it seemed big to them because they were so tiny. They could not see Binky anywhere. Come on, said Peter, holding Molly's hand. We'll go into the next room. Meow, suddenly came a voice, and a large tabby cat with green eyes came out from behind a chair. Molly felt quite shaky at the knees. She knew what a mouse must feel like when it saw a cat. What a giant of an animal it seemed. Don't show it you're frightened, said Peter. It has smelt us, and we don't smell like mice. Stay here for a moment, Molly, and I'll go over to it and stroke what I can reach of it. Oh, Peter, you are brave, said Molly. Peter walked boldly over to the cat and stroked her legs. She seemed very pleased and purred loudly. Peter beckoned to Molly. She ran over and stroked the cat too. It was a friendly creature. It went into the next room, purring to Molly and Peter, who followed her. This room was very small and was lighted by a candle. No daylight came into the tower, for there were no windows. No one was in this little room either. A dish stood on the floor with some milk in it, and a large round basket with a fat cushion in it stood nearby. This must be the cat's room, said Molly. There is no furniture in it. I wonder where Binky is. There were some stairs going upwards from the cat's little room. The children climbed them with great difficulty, for they were very small, and the stairs seemed extra, extra big. Before they got to the top, they heard the sound of crying. It was Binky. He must indeed be very unhappy if he were crying. He hardly ever cried. How Molly and Peter tried to climb those stairs quickly. At last they reached the top and found themselves before a big open door. They ran in. 
Binky was lying on a small bed, crying as if his heart would break. Binky, Binky, don't cry. We're here to rescue you, shouted Peter, hoping that Binky would hear his voice, for it was a very small one now. Binky did hear it. He sat up at once with the tears still running down his cheeks. He saw Molly and Peter and stared at them in surprise. Binky, cried Molly, running over to him. We've come to save you. Cheer up. We got in through a mouse hole after an elf had made us small. How can we save you? Oh, you are good. Good friends to come and look for me, said Binky, drying his eyes. I hate being here. I hate this enchanter. He wants me to do bad spells and I won't. I was afraid I would be here for hundreds of years and never see you again. Tell us how we can get away, said Peter. Well, the only way in seems to be the mouse hole you came by, said Binky, so I suppose the only way out is the mouse hole too. But I'm too big to go that way. Well, I'll go back to Dimple's cottage and ask her for a pill to make you small like us, said Peter at once. And then when I bring it back, you can take it and we'll all go down the hole. Get Dimple to make us the right size again, find the wishing chair and go home, see? Well, it sounds easy enough, said Binky, but I don't somehow think it will all go quite so nicely as that. Still, we can but try. Leave Molly here with me, Peter, and you go down the mouse hole again. We'll see him safely to the cellar door, said Molly. So they all went down the stairs and were just going through the cat's little room when Binky turned pale. The enchanter's coming back, he said. Oh, where can you hide? Quick, quick, think of somewhere, cried Molly. There came a clip-clapping noise like thunder as she spoke. The tower split in half and a door came. It opened and in strode the enchanter, tall and thin, his plaited beard sweeping the ground. But before he had seen the two children, Peter had pulled Molly over to the cat's basket. The big cat was lying there comfortably. <clears throat> the children scrambled in and lay down by the cat, hiding in her thick fur. Binky was left by himself. I smell children, said the enchanter. How could children get into your tower, master, said Binky with a look of surprise. The enchanter sniffed and began to look all round the two rooms. The cat did not stir. Clip-clap stroked her as he passed and she purred. But she stayed in her basket and Molly and Peter cuddled close into her fur, hoping she would not move at all. The enchanter did not think of looking in the cat's basket. He soon gave up the hunt and ran up the stairs, calling for Binky to go with him. Go quickly now, Peter, whispered Binky before he followed Clip-Clap. Molly can stay with the cat. She is safe there. Quick as he could, Peter slipped across the floor to the cellar door, squeezed through the small opening and made his way down the steps. He saw the tiny candlelight burning at the entrance to the mouse hole and ran across to it. In he went and made his way up to the mouse room. Harriet the mouse was still there, talking to her auntie. 
Please will you take me back to Dimple, asked Peter. It is very important. Harriet gave him her paw and took him up the hole, out into the open air again. Then they hurried together to Dimple's cottage. Soon Peter had told Dimple all that had happened. She gave him another red, red and green pill and warned him to be careful not to let Clip-Clap see him. Then off he went to to the mouse hole again. Ah, oh, Binky would soon be safe. Well, still no further on as to knowing whether Binky gets rescued or maybe even the children get captured. Oh my goodness, we've now got to wait until tomorrow. Oh, what a Christmas week. <laughs> well, we are going to have to wait until tomorrow and hopefully by then we will know one way or the other, won't we? So, what are you doing on your first day of the Christmas week? Hmm? Have you got anything exciting planned? Are you going away to somebody else's house for Christmas? Hmm. Well, me, I'm staying home, but I've finished all my Christmas shopping. I just have a few, few little bits of food left to buy. I have a fridge full of food that nobody is allowed to eat because it's for Christmas. And I don't have any room to put any any food that we are allowed to eat. <laughs> Every time I look in the fridge, I think, oh, look at all that food. And then I think, oh, I can't eat any of it because it's all for Christmas. And we have chocolates and crisps and all sorts of goodies and treats and we're not allowed to eat any of them oh never mind it'll soon be christmas and i'll soon be able to have it all <laughs> so are you planning to do anything today have you got anything planned that's exciting maybe you should try getting rid of some of your old toys and games to make room for some new ones. Hmm. Maybe you could give some of yours away to some children that aren't as lucky as you. What do you think? Yeah? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> excuse me, that frog has come back to my throat. I will see you all again tomorrow and we will all find out tomorrow, hopefully, if Binky is rescued. So, until then, you have a wonderful day and you take care and you stay safe, okay? And I will see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.